Hi, my name is Ben, and I support Arsenal. Hi, Hi Ben. 2020 has been wild for all the wrong reasons. It's probably on par with how wild it's been for Arsenal's season across 2019 and 2020. And before I go on, this is my experience of being an Arsenal fan living in Asia. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Where do I begin? All right, let's see. So let's set some context for you if you don't follow football. For me, I think being an Arsenal fan is like being English. You've had some great, great glory days. You dominated the world for a good while and you've built this class reputation. Then, for whatever reason, things just got a bit stagnant. Other countries like your Indias, your Chinas of the world have overtaken you. And for the Premier League, we have Chelsea and Man City. The world thinks everyone in England is sipping on tea with a posh accent. But in reality, it's an island full of people getting pissed on WKDs and eating potatoes all day in the rain. The UK had Brexit and this whole mess. Arsenal, we also had Brexit of our own, which is when we crashed ourselves out of the Champions League in 2017. Another big turning point for us was when Arsene Wenger left the club after 22 long years of taking the reins. Boris got elected and we got Unai Emery. And just like Brexit, the fan base was very divided. You know, sometimes being an Arsenal fan is just like living life. Depressing and repetitive. The same old mistakes were made by the club and yet somehow we still survive. Our defence has been weak as fuck for the last 10 years. Our defence is so bad that if you change your password to Arsenal defence, it just wouldn't even allow it because it's just too weak. We were in what some people call banner era, where everything we do is a joke. We're here to make it our numbers and no one is taking us seriously. What's the difference between Arsenal and a cup of tea? The tea stays in a cup for longer. They say that Arsenal is like a sports car. A thousand horsepower, slick design, red Lamborghini with peanut butter colour inside, custom wheels. But the second half of the car? It's a fucking Fiat 500 with stabilising wheels. Last year, right before the start of the season, we were told to be excited by the owner's son. This American guy, Josh. Who the fuck says be excited? Does he think we're on Blue Peter or something? I mean, it was an exciting season. If it was a reality TV show. We did make several new history for the club. We hired a manager who doesn't speak English and refused to use a translator and only knows how to say Good evening. 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 I have no idea what he was saying either. So far, we are having our worst season since 1982. Till now, our best player has pretty much been a goalkeeper, Leno. And if you think about it, in the footballing world, this is just not great because that means your keeper is always busy and the rest of the team is just not doing their jobs. It's like if the lawyers of your company is making the most money... Something fishy must be going on. We enter November. 
everyone is gearing up for Christmas time because notoriously this is the hardest and busiest time of the entire year's fixtures. This period can make or break your season. And what do Arsenal do? Sacking his manager without any replacement lined up for three weeks. We lost a few more games and our season was basically finished in December. At one point, we were actually closer to the relegation zone than the top four. Three weeks gone by, we actually have a new manager, Mikel Arteta, who also played for our club as a player. He was in a Barcelona youth team. He's played with some big names and has worked under Pep Guardiola. He's regarded as one of the best young managers out there and tipped to achieve great heights in the game. Or that's just the Arsenal in me talking. But we did see some immediate progress. We drew Chelsea with 10 men on the field. We beat Man United 2-0 quite convincingly. And we were gaining some momentum. And we as fans are full of hopes again. Our ex-player, our ex-captain has come back to rescue us. Everything was looking good again. We as fans can dream again. We were back into the top four contention. And then 2020 came to fuck everything up. Some leagues around the world has cancelled their season. No and voided. Doesn't count. Almost like my paycheck every month. Just gone. And out of all the clubs, it had to be us. Mikel Arteta, who is in his first year as a manager, catches the coronavirus. The Premier League finally then announced that they would postpone the fixtures until further notice. Fast forward to Project Restart, where Premier League fixtures resumes, which sparked a lot of controversy because, you know, it's not safe to, but hey, they have the most viewed league in the world who makes the most money, the greatest export of the United Kingdom. The clown show must go on. First game back after three months of absolutely no football. We played Manchester City, a.k.a. the UAE Empire of Oil Tanks. Two players gets injured in the opening 25 minutes. Our chief clown, Dava Louise, comes on as a substitute and lets a go in after 10 minutes on the pitch. And then he gets a red card in the first minute of the second half. We ended up losing 3-0. Second game into the restart, Leno, our best player, gets injured. We lose the game 2-0. If you think your 2020 has been a struggle, try being an Arsenal fan and living in Asia. It's like being a side chick. You're not always around, and it's always during the middle of the night that you just get fucked sideways unexpectedly. We get up at ridiculous hours just to watch us lose. The European fans might enjoy a fresh pint with a pie during halftime. For us, it's instant noodles and spam in our PJs. Instead of beer, we just inject caffeine into our veins at 3am. I'm fucking invincible! Our season by this point in the Premier League was basically again over. So we turn our focus onto the FA Cup, which only needed three more wins to get yourself a trophy. And in typical Arsenal fashion, we actually played well again. A few more games down the road, we beat Liverpool... Man City and Chelsea to win the FA Cup. To make it full circle, we also won the Community Shield against Liverpool a few weeks later down the line. This is what Arsenal does best. 
They kick you down to the slumps and give you little something something back. It's like when you want to call it quits with your abusive, toxic ex-girlfriend. She kneels down and you're right back in it. And the makeup sex is always class. People who don't follow football will never understand the commitment, the ups and downs we go through as a football fan. Football can kill your soul sometimes, but it can also give us life. What happens on the pitch is out of control, but as fans, all we can do is give our best to our club, support them and root for them no matter what. I don't mean that we should always just accept defeats and everything the club says. We should always advocate for change and voice our opinions as long as we have the best intention and a good heart. We should be able to accept failure and disappointments in games if we believe 110% effort was given. Now, shouldn't life be the same? We all take a leaf out of this book and live life with the same heart. If Arsenal can win two trophies in 2020 and keep hold of our best players to stay with us, then anyone, absolutely anyone, can achieve anything in hindsight, 2020 really is that clean slate that we've always wanted. If you love that, please, please, please do not subscribe, follow, download, thumbs up me of any of the sort. Because that will mean you're super duper weird, man. If you didn't like that, then fair play. You clearly have a way more exciting life than I do, so fuck off and go play with your really cool friends. And finally... If you have the same weird thoughts as I do, go to my Instagram page at awkward turtle for some extra bits. The awkward turtle, over and out.